0: Twenty-two, a Game Source podcast. Tonight we have uh, Twenty-two. <laughs> we have Gerald and myself, and I'm
1: uh, matching Nick's IQ with twenty-two.
0: Oh, my IQ better be higher than twenty-two. What happened to Chris tonight? Um, probably getting up for Mass Effect three somewhere in the universe. Oh yeah, he did win his free copy. <laughs> No,
1: he did not go after the one that flew into space.
0: <laughs> well, we we actually had a few other new members. Uh, hopefully, that will join us at some point through the podcast. But if not, you have me and Gerald. Um, that should be good enough for anyone out there. Yeah. What happened? You didn't say your you didn't say your startup lines for the beginning of the show. Oh, that is correct. Well, I said it before in our practice run. Uh, another beautiful day in paradise. Yes. That was while Gerald was on the road and <laughs> several disconnects later. You know, I say it's a technical issue on your end. <laughs> it's always a technical issue on my end.
1: <laughs> Sony started.
0: Sony sells over 1.2 million PlayStation Vita worldwide to date. They had Talk a stat- about a transition to the news. <laughs> they had a staggered launch in the United States. First, their first week of sales, which included the first edition bundles for all you folks who pre-ordered it and got it a week early. Uh, first edition bundles, 70,000 units. And uh, remember, that was released on February 15th, which is the week prior to the official launch. Um, but even with those bundles factored in, the Vita um, still was one of the weakest uh, portable launches in the United States. Um, actually, over 25% less than the Nintendo 3DS, even with the 3DS's poor launch uh, launch titles. Um, however, on the plus side, Europe seems to have embraced the uh, the Vita with uh, warm and welcome arms. Uh, they came in at around 125,000 units sold. Um, they didn't quite reach, you know, I wouldn't say, I think impressive is a bit of a stretch, but the PSP launch, uh, numbers back in 2005, um, remember that was back when the DS and the PSP were, you know, kind of combating back and forth, um, above, you know, still above both 3DS and DS, though, uh, and while in Japan, the PSP has beaten the Vita three weeks in a row, that's, that's kind of sad, really, um. But opinion time: Is the Vita a failure? You know, is Sony going to have really uh, any kind of of, sigh of relief here, um, or is their system going to tank? As you know, I believe some have speculated. And you know, what's what's going to be the future of the Vita? Is it going to be a um, is it going to be a progressively productive unit, or are we going to be really disappointed with um, price point, titles, overall functionality?
1: I just, um, I think right now,
0: from my first impressions on the sales of the Vita, um, I just think they're weak. Um, and if anybody tries to sugarcoat this, and I know Sony is sure trying to sugarcoat the, the, the sales, and I know that um, IGN and some others are saying, well, it's not so bad. It's actually pretty kind of good. You know, la, 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 la. You know what? They're weak. A lot of retailers haven't even sold anywhere near close to their first run through of the Vitas on both Wi Fi and 3G. There are still plenty available, um, even with a halfway decent launch lineup, even though a lot of uh, the titles were ports, not too many original titles. Um, I still think it was a, a weak launch as far as sales are concerned. It's nice that Europe seems to be embracing it, but. I'm telling you right now, in the U.S. and Japan, came out pretty weak, and I think Sony only has to look in the mirror uh, to blame for it. Um, you can do all the Internet advertising that you want. Um, you can do all the Taco Bell uh, promotions uh, that you want. But when you don't spend your own dollars on TV and radio advertising, full-blown TV and radio advertising, like I had talked about on previous podcasts, Spend the money ahead of time. Get the word out. Super Bowl, 110 million people, 30-second Vita commercial. Boom, there you go. You know, that's, that's the type of thing you need to think of when, you, when you're actually promoting a product just before it's launched in the U.S. Uh, they didn't do it, and so I don't think it's gotten it done. Do I think the long-term uh, effectiveness of the sales for Vita is going to be good? You know what? I think it's always going to be hampered by the iPad 3 coming out, the iPhone 5 coming out. There, you know, all the Android-related TV, table, tablets, and phones are coming out. Whatever the 3DS is going to do with more launch titles, um, those are going to severely impact the Vita sales. Um, I think they're going to be really hurting until they do a price drop, uh, and also as well. That they bear, they are praying. I know they are praying for that Call of Duty uh, title to come out, um, well, assuming October, November this year. Um, I'm sh- assuming that they they they're all just you know, in anticipation of a great Call of Duty title to save their, their at least their year as far as Vita sales are concerned. Well, you know, I, I certainly. You know, on launch day, there there wasn't a long line of you know, staggering consumers standing outside, uh, you know, waiting to bust through the doors to get their PlayStation Vita. So, I mean, certainly in that regard, um, I mean, I, I agree. I think I think you know, like we like I was presenting in kind of the first first part of that the uh, news topic was that you know sales are in fact, staggered. I I think you know. It, my opinion on at least what the consumers are kind of saying is, hey, wow, that's a that's a pretty cool system. Hey, it does a lot of cool things. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had, you know, customers that have outright bought it or, you know, you have a lot of people trading in their PSPs and their PSP goes to upgrade to the new PlayStation Vita system. But um, I, I really think, price point is going to be a very detrimental, threatening factor to um, sales in the future. I agree. And you're right. The the unit is versatile. It's awesome, and it has so much potential. I mean, my wife was telling me the other day that uh, why doesn't Sony add the the e-book reader app? I mean, they have an e-book reader already that they have out, correct? Well, I mean – You know, there's really not any reason – I mean, that's a very good point. I mean, that would be a very good – that would be a very good thing to integrate. I mean, if they're – I mean, you and I both have kids. Wouldn't it be a great way for them
1: to view children's books?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if their goal is to be competitive with the Android market and the way the iOS is set up for iPhones and and the way that our tablets and Galaxy tablets are – you know, are are allowing people to, to read books and download, you know, apps and all that other stuff. I mean, if, if they're trying to get in the same competitive notion to, to try to ultimately one up you know, like, you know, the Kindle app and things like that, I mean, yeah, I they, they need to they need to kick that in the gear because if not, like you said earlier, I think a lot of Sony's sales are going to be dwarfed. I mean, not only Sony's sales, but, you know, the other mobile handhelds are going to be dwarfed by the uh, new technology coming out. And, it, and if you just bought a Vita, you're going online to the PlayStation store, and the prices, even though they're reduced for the games by $5 each,
1: they're still
0: way overpriced on so many titles. And as I discussed last week on, the, on our previous podcast on the Vita, some of those prices on those PSP titles are still price-gouging outrageous. Uh, The best part, actually, about the Vita when you go to the PlayStation Store is the video store end of it. I mean, the movies that you can buy or rent, the TV show selection that you can buy or rent, and then uh, there's even free items available for viewing in the uh, video area. I mean, those are good deals that that they have there. But why haven't they translated that over to the gaming area? I, I really don't have any idea. I mean, the minis are there. They've got tons of minis at a low prices. That's okay. But once it gets into the PSP favorites that they have and the, and the PSP Vita market that they have there, it, it's just atrocious some of these prices that are, that are out there. You know, it just turns me off and turns a lot of other individuals off uh, on the Vita even more.
1: Dropping
0: 40 bucks on an old PlayStation PlayStation Portable game that you can probably get in your local retail store for $20 is, you know, it's pretty sickening. I mean, there's a lot of ports. There's a lot of even iOS ports that we talked about. Um, and, and people want to know more about the cross-play feature and the PS3 features. Can you take it on the go and then, can, you know, the return your game save and then play it on your PS3? If they're able to develop that end of it, that would be appealing. And then if they advertised it, too, that would really be appealing. But, you know, it remains to be seen. Time to tell, and laugh for Sony on that to to see how well they market it, develop it, and support it. I sure hope they do a better job on the move. I mean, that goes – just back to what you were discussing earlier, though, complete lack of advertisement, and and we've had this discussion prior to, po- to this podcast is that the user friendliness, you know, the when you first turn on the PlayStation Vita, um, and I and I apologize I didn't go through this in the demo of the Vita, but when you go through the initial setup, I believe we've discussed how there's they show you the finer points of what the Vita is capable of doing. However, what they don't show you is a lot of the the normal functionality that that comes from using the Vita. I mean, am I correct if I'm wrong? No, you're right. You're right, and it's just it's just a shame because you know it's a direct correlation. And we had this conversation two years ago with the move. You know, if you don't support it and you don't present it out there as as a really viable way, and a really viable difference uh, as far as being a difference maker out there and you really don't promote it the way you should, you know what? You're going to get the sales that correlate to that. Um, and, and I think the case, again, is they didn't learn from their mistakes with the, with the move. They're doing it. History is repeating itself. They're doing it again. Poor advertising, poor promotion of the product equals poor sales. So Point blank. To sum up this topic. Just oh, you love that. You love that word. Sum up. <laughs> <laughs> to sum up this topic, you say yay or nay, will Sony's PlayStation Vita unit hold water or are they going to tank? I'm going to say it's going to tank. You know, unless uh, they do a dramatic price drop and that Call of Duty game is really worth having at the end of this year um, because it can't go into next year uh, with it middling sales because um, – you you have to show that it's going to start selling and that it is viable for people who want to use it and and going forward, people that are it would be interested in buying it next year or the year after, they they've got to realize that it's, you know that so, so going to be able to support it and there's going to be a lot of third party makers that are going to be able to support it as well, and and if you don't have that by the time the end of this year happens, um, I don't see it happening. So I'm going to say at this point it's uh,
1: it's not looking good.
0: Um. I will have to concur. Um, I will say that the its a beautiful unit. It is a beautiful unit, and it deserves a lot better treatment than it's getting. I'm going to tell you that point blank. I love the hardware; it's fantastic. If you read my blog and, at the Yes Levels blog at www.yourgamesource.com, you know I love the Vita, but it's just—it just—it makes me sad because. It's going to be like a like an albatross. It's going to be like a what if story ten years from now. It, it doesn't get enough attention and, and and hype because it is it's a graphically incredible system. It plays very fluidly. It has a lot of functionality and features to it that um, you know that make it unique. I mean, it's 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 really the only handheld that does what it does. However. It is going to hurt long term from sale from, for sales first of all. If they don't lower, make it a, at a more reasonable price point, it, it's it's not going to sell well. It's going to tank. Um, again, you're right. It's going to be very dependent on future software. Um, if they drop reduce prices in the PlayStation Network store on some of the older titles and newer titles they have coming out. If they increase the amount of advertising that they're going to do. If they you know, even if it was uh, on the radio, I didn't need to get it on the TV. I, they need more than walking billboards to push the system. So, my, my verdict is going to be the same as yours. Unless it is dependent on price point and future software releases, if they don't work on that, it's, it, the system is going to tank. So now that we've cheered up the entire broad, you know, people listening to the broadcast out there, they're all cheered up now. <laughs> they're all going to run right out and give me I gotta give you a Vita. I got to give me
1: a Vita now. <laughs>
0: Maybe I should move on to the next tidbit of news. Um, Blizzard entertainment lays off more than 600 people worldwide, even though 90%, <laughs> 90% of which are not game related. Um, I love, I love that. They, I love the fact that they stated that 90% were not game-related. Excuse me. Blizzard Entertainment sells games. So I don't care if you're working in the accounting department, human resources, the travel department, whatever. You are all affected if somebody stops subscribing to WoW. Just yeah, period. Mean, working off 10% of your workforce, I mean, uh, <laughs> that's that's – no, yeah.
1: no, 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 you're not. You're
0: not reading right. They, they, they laid off six hundred. They've got several thousand employees, but they laid off six hundred. They're saying that ninety percent of which were not game design related. Oh, my bad. Sorry, it was ninety percent of the positions they laid off out of that were not were not gaming related positions. Yes, they were non gaming positions. Like no, okay. I said, and like I'm saying, it's. those positions are all related to games. If the game sells, if they keep on getting those subscriptions, they stay in their jobs. They don't? Hasta la vista. And that's very sad to see. Anybody losing their jobs. I had this discussion with a student um, in a class actually yesterday. Um, You know, whether or not WoW is you know, with the competitive market now, with you know, with the new Star Wars uh, MMO that recently was released. You know, it and, is... And don't forget Guild Wars 2, which we'll talk about a little bit later on as well. Yeah, so, you know, do you feel as though, you know, is WoW losing its grip, or is it going to be able to regain, you know, its it's falling, you know, user subscriber base? Um, you know, is this a sign that uh,
1: Swartor... <laughs> <the sport tour. laughs> How did you guys
0: pronounce that?
1: Swartor...
0: The abbreviation on that.
1: I don't know what you're talking about, sir.
0: Never mind. <laughs> Skyrim or other RPGs that are coming out for Guild. Uh, yeah, we already said Guild Wars too. Um, oh, you know, uh,
1: You're talking about Star Wars.
0: Yeah, I just didn't know how you. you I don't know. You and Chris said it something. No, it's just the fact that um, when you're talking about uh, WoW, you know, it's. It's, a cyclical, it's the cyclical nature of, of games in general. People are hot for a game, maybe for a year, maybe for two years, maybe for three years. But then, you know, like everything, it has to ebb and flow, man. And unfortunately, at this time, WoW's not doing really much of anything to keep the, the flow going. And unfortunately, they're going to lose. They're losing a lot of subscribers because of it. They've already announced that, that they've lost millions of subscribers. Um, and the only thing that they're doing is adding on expansion packs with pandas uh, in it. You know, I'm like, that's just insane that you would not do a great uh, exploration one, which, you know, where you're battling more dragons or, or a new warlord comes in there. No, you're going to the land of
1: pandas, man. Big <laughs> damn
0: pandas. You, you know, that would make me want to go to SWAT too, you know, if I like the MMORPGs uh, like that. So that's crazy. And you got, you've got – People who are into WoW and into MMORPGs, they are hardcore, and they go month and month and month and they're willing to spend hundreds of dollars on this, and you have got to make sure that you keep feeding them fresh and interesting content on a regular basis. And when you don't do that, you suffer the consequences. And right now, unfortunately, with the, with the sad layoffs that Blizzard has had to do, um, I, I see that they are suffering those consequences, not only now, but I see them for some, time to, for some time to come. And with Guild Wars 2 coming around the corner, which, you know, as a preview, I, I'll state later, you know, in our preview, it, it looks, looks really good. But uh, also, Zoll, of course, Swartor getting a nice share of, of the market as well. That's uh, signaling uh, quite a down spell for a while, I see, in the future. And Pandas just aren't going to kind of cut it, man, so. I hope they're not killing pandas because you know that might anger Peta. Well, we don't want to get on Peta's bad side there. we know when it comes out, my friend. But you know, see, even that they announced it, and then uh, you know it'll be a year, year and a half later before the expansion pack comes out. And is it really going to be too late? It's, it's my question. Do you think the expansion will be called Panda? <laughs> Coliseum of the Pandas. Uh, it's been already been announced. Um, it's on. It's actually up and running. So it's already been re- announced for some time. So <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, you know, if they came out with any additional expansion, they should name it Coliseum of the Pandas. Um, what does that say for Diablo Three? But Diablo 3 looks really as good, but, you know, whoever's the, the guy in charge of Wizards, who's saying that they shouldn't go on, on consoles, because they've toggled back and forth by saying, well, we're going to put Diablo 3 on consoles, uh, well, we're not going to put Diablo 3 on consoles, uh, well, we are, but we are You know what? An answer on consoles, make a lot of money,
1: boom, there you go. Well... I think it's a no-brainer, but that's just me.
0: Yeah, but, you know, the thing is, is that long-term, do you think that consoles will be able to, you know, hold up to the kind of the power needed to, to run those those MMOs, though? That's you can make a modified version. Um, anybody who, who's playing WoW or, or Diablo right now on a, on a 2003 or 2004 computer, can tell you that yes, they can. You can modify it. Do do not tell me when you see Uncharted 3 going through the screen, when you you play Mass Effect 3 next week, do not tell me that you cannot modify Diablo 3, which is not going to be as graphically intensive
1: as those games.
0: Yeah, but I I think it's also, it's not only graphically, but I, I think it's user experience. I mean, I think it, you know you have your people who were kind of homegrown on these 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 massive uh, multiplayer games online and have always played them on the computer. So I mean it, you know is it more of a matter of convenience or you know do you think people would just easily adjust and then you know are they going to be you know well but you're, asking, you're 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 speaking of being on on the PlayStation Network or Xbox Live it's like this foreign entity. I mean, there are millions of users on those on those consoles. On we're on those consoles. I mean, my goodness, you know, we you've really got to realize there is a, a whole fresh new community you can make an MMO series out of, and really, no one's tapped into it yet. Um, although Diablo Three isn't going to be an MMO per se, it's just you know. Uh, it's logical to me why they don't want to tap that market, especially the fact that they had to, uh, lay off so many in- individuals, which is a sign of a, a company that's going through some
1: growing pains right now.
0: Well, they would also, I think, reach a greater span of, of gamers, uh, gamers in the community too, because you have you know you have a good portion of gamers that are are, are non PC gamers, they're platform gamers, and they're strictly platform gamers, and I think you know if you expand the market and you know, you offered that playability to the just platform gamers. I mean, you know, again, you would probably increase your sales profits and uh, you'd be catering to a much more expansive
1: gaming community.
0: But, by, again...
1: By the way, you're very close. It's Miss
0: uh, Pandaria,
1: sir.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm glad I was close. Careful. Careful, because he might choose something off of yours uh, just like he, you know, just like a panda would chew off a leaf.
1: So,
0: <laughs> um, Zone of the Enders. Oh, really? No. <laughs> do I have to read this? And Zone of the Enders Two, the second runner, is getting the HD remake this fall to the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Other HD remakes have fared well in the past couple of years. Question is, do you care? <laughs> well, Gerald, do you know? No, but you got to remember, they're not catering to, uh, in a lot of ways when they make these HD re- remakes out. They're, they're catering to a lot of individuals who who just have those fond memories of playing it, and they have they have it like stored somewhere in their closet. And instead of dusting it off, they're, they're going to go, "Hey, there's an HD remake. Cool, man! I'll buy it at thirty bucks." So, you know what, I'm not going to say that they're wrong for doing it, because if it doesn't cost you that much money to to recode it, to do it, by all means, make some more money. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I'm kind of impartial on that. I mean, if, I mean, hey, I mean, Zone of the Enders was, I mean, when it came out, it, it, it was all right. I mean, you know, if they ended up making an HD re- remake of it, I, I don't know if I'd pay another 30 bucks for it. I mean, if it was like, you know, 10 bucks, I mean, it. You know, would probably be a game worth picking up. I mean, uh, uh, like you said, I mean, I guess if, if there's a market for it and it's not going to, you know, be a, a large investment of money to, to make an HD remake, I mean, go for it, you know. But, yep. Uh, so, guys, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to get to a short break. Oh, well, hold up, hold up. You forgot the, one of the best news about Bioshock, man, like I was telling you before the show. I thought we were going to say that at the end. Why would you want to say it for
1: the end? It's the news.
0: Because it leaves a cliffhanger.
1: <laughs> all uh, right, tell him after the break.
0: No, that's okay. Tell before. Go ahead Go ahead and break the wonderful news.
1: Well, it was just
0: announced that Bioshock Infinite, the great game that's going to come out later this year, that I know gets Nick all hot and sweaty uh, every time he sees the videos. <laughs> Um, it's going to come out later this year. Um, I believe it's an October release, if I'm not mistaken. I do want that game. uh, I know you do. But anyways, uh, when it comes out, for PS3 owners out there, it's going to become bundled free. Uh, I mean, the the original game, Bioshock, not System Shock, but Bioshock, the game that came out in 2007 (laughs) that uh, started it all. Uh, for the Bioshock series, at least that end of it, Uh, that's going to come free uh, in the Blu-ray with uh, Bioshock Infinite. Oh, yeah. What what do you think about that? That's awesome. I think that's that's, that's sweet. And remember, they already announced that it's going to have move support, so if everybody's got their light, you know, the guns out there, the sharpshooters, uh, already all set, you know, this is actually going to be a really good game to, I think, use the sharpshooter on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to be real big on utilizing the sharpshooter. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Personally, I'm not a really huge I fan of I think it would be kind of fun. No, I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't be fun. I mean, I'm just personally not a real Real partial to the to the PlayStation Move or to the uh, you know Microsoft Kinect, but uh, you are not a motion control person because you don't like to control your motion. E- exactly, I control my Mojo through the controller. <laughs> yeah, why? No, I, well, actually, no mittens on, set that I don't think I want to know why. <laughs> All right, now we. Well, have I, to- I really think it's great for PS3 owners. You know, because all these, you know, three, six games came out that the PS3 owners didn't have access to. I'm really, really happy for those uh, individuals for PS3 who are get a chance to play Bioshock. If you haven't yet, it's an outstanding game. Uh, it has dated uh, and aged itself very well, and I think you will enjoy it. And it is an October release, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Well, for all those of you who have not yet played BioShock, uh I trust me, Gerald told me uh about it back in the day when we used to run the gaming store. Um and I did try it out and it is it is a very very good game. Uh I sadly am disappointed by the ending in both games, uh, both one and two. Um however, it's a very You know, it really captures you right at the beginning, gets you very interested in the game, and and overall, it plays great. Um, It's, it. I'm I'm looking forward to the next one. So, uh, um, yeah. So we're gonna. Is that it? We're gonna head to break. (laughs) We have to head to break.
1: Oh, I'm on No, I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, going to break, and be back with you. Mm. All right, welcome back, guys. We got Chris on the line. What's up, world? <laughs> All right, so. Shout out to the people in Bangladesh, oh. the, the, the people of like us in Bangladesh, we want to send a, a thank you for, uh,
1: for liking our Facebook page.
2: Yeah, Bangladesh. Yep, Bangladesh. Do you okay. need to go on the geometry? I mean, a okay. geography lesson again? Sorry. No. <laughs> yes.
0: All right, review corner. Chris, I IQ is 22. So it's
2: not my age. 22? That's a little low. The review corner is not 22. It's under your age. That's <laughs> a little. That's a little low. You know.
1: I have yeah. nothing to say. <laughs>
2: All right.
0: Review corner this week is not really the review corner. It's the preview corner. And it is being pre-emptied for this week. Instead, we will focus our thoughts uh, and preview the following games. Coming out over the next 90-day span, line her up. Are you, think, are you think they're going to achieve a, a Zen-like state with all of our thoughts on the previews for upcoming games? Yes. Exactly. We will
2: achieve ultimate Zen. You will uh, achieve awesome. Samsara if you just listen to our previews.
0: Ah, yes, Sensei. Wow, man.
2: Wow. I will use the Buddha Palm on you, Chris. (laughs) No, not again. You will disgrace my family for the last time. No, you will have five-point Buddha Palm.
1: (laughs) Street
0: Fighter, speaking of Buddha Palm, Street Fighter Cross Tekken.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Who else is getting that thumbs up, thumbs up? Everyone is, of course. It looks
0: like a great game so far, but th- I've just got one question for you,
1: Chris.
2: What's that one question? You ready?
1: Question?
0: If you were actually Capcom, would you actually bring it out the same week as Mass Effect
1: 3?
2: <laughs> no. But you know what? I don't know if that's Capcom's fault. It, you it's know, not they, like it's they that...
1: don't know what's coming out the same time that their, their competitors are. <laughs>
2: You know what? Maybe it's. Don't
1: pick up a magazine or go to Com, or anywhere. And
0: say, hey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, you know, the first major release of the year, Mass Effect 3, is coming out the same day our title is expected to come out. Hmm. Maybe we should call Electronic Arts and ask them to
2: move
1: that date.
2: And, you know, that is a possibility. I mean, who says Electronic Arts ha- owned March 6th?
0: I guess they do now. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not what my, my Mass Effect 3 shirt says. It says 3 six twelve. Yeah. It's shows. like, they're like, folks, we're
2: copywriting March 6th. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be com- considered Mass Effect 3 day. <laughs> <laughs> it will be put onto international but, uh, calendars.
0: So I do want to say that, that Street Fighter Cross Tech can, looks pretty good. Um, obviously, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a very, very, for, for fans out there fighting games, a very, very uh, good game to look forward to. Um, it's just going to be as far as for general sales. I think it's just going to get swamped by ME3. So I think that that's the uh, only issue I have. There's but extra... uh, I think once you and I, you or I or, or Corey or whoever's going to review it, I think they're just going to have a great time reviewing it because I really think it's going to be a solid fighting game. There's
2: yeah, extra... you know, I think I've got the review for that one.
0: But there's actually a lot of games coming out in March. I'm not, I'm actually oh, pretty yeah. surprised. March is like they lit up the they lit up late they lit up the flares.
2: Yeah, I've got about four games I'm definitely getting on a release date. this, uh, And then the first, maybe like three weeks of or two weeks of March.
0: That's right, guys. Crack that piggy bank open while well, you still can before they – or rather, uh, before you can't buy used games anymore.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then you'll have to be paying $60 like every other general consumer does. Uh-huh. I am alive. You were dead. No, ah, I, 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 guess I was, and I, now I'm alive. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm a vampire,
0: man. All right then. So I am
2: alive, equal yeah, uh, to I was dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I, I'm just kidding about that. I don't think there was a game called I was dead. Um, but I mean, not being such a giant known game, I think they had the worst of times to come out one day after everyone has already bought Mass Effect.
0: Yeah, they,
1: they, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> pretty
0: cool. the only thing is, remember that this is going to be a downloadable game from uh, releasing by Ubisoft um, about five years ago. They came out with an incredible video uh, for it. If it still can catch it, if you Google it. Uh, it's an awesome, awesome video that came out. As far as everybody's really excited to be, it's going to be a full-length retail game. Uh, and then last year, they mentioned and, and announced that it's no longer in development as a full retail game, and uh, just coming as a download. And and they made quite a bit of changes to the protagonist and some other things as well to the whole game mechanics. Um, that they're really, it, it's taken a, a pretty much a 180 degree turn it's still based uh after a disaster um but it's not a lot of things have changed as far as the locations involved uh the whole idea and story behind it what your goal is um the fighting and things of that nature and to me it really looks kind of disappointing um it might be okay for a twenty dollar download but uh I'll tell you what, right now it's, it's really could have been something a lot more, and I think a lot of people, when that title comes out, are going to be saying to themselves, this should have been the game that that video represented five years ago that was so tremendous, and unfortunately um, it's been qu- dramatically changed, and it's it, it not for the better. So. Yeah, I can see that. I'm actually watching the trailer right now. Okay. Well, the
1: new one or the old one?
0: Um, it says the it's two thousand e three
1: two thousand eight. Oh, the Yeah, that's, one. that was the, That's the
0: best. That, that was an awesome video. After that, you know, just the 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 CG on that at the time was just cutting edge, and it looked incredible. Uh, the whole concept of fighting for the water, um, as far as I'm concerned. You, and the guy's just sitting there with a Starbucks. It, goes back, it cuts back to a guy sitting there with a Starbucks in his hand. And all of a sudden, you know, just boom, we getting hit left and right by the uh, whatever natural disaster uh, came about. And it, it just, that just was jaw-dropping at the time. And all I can say is, why Ubisoft, why? I mean, the game the game does, I mean, it looks really good. But that's not the game anymore. That's not even the guy that's the, the protagonist. is completely different. Uh, the game itself has been set differently. It's not set in, uh, in the Midwest. It's set where you're cross, doing a cross-country deal to get back to your family. Um, there's a lot of – they threw in a lot of uh, want to be Uncharted stuff as far as climbing is concerned and platforming. Um, it's just, it's not what it, uh, You're right. they have really, a, really could have been. They have an E3 2010 trailer, too. Um, and you'll see, it's quite a bit different.
2: Let me see what this one looks like. So is this going to be an Xbox and PS3 download?
1: I believe so.
2: Okay. What about PC?
1: Um, I'm,
0: I'm pretty sure that would also be the case because it's Ubisoft and it's going to be a, but it's, the thing is it's also going to be a $20 download which as you know Chris is pretty pricey for just a downloadable game
2: yeah that is true well think about it um, the Alan Wake just came out and that was only $15 if I'm not mistaken yeah and that was supposed to be a full the American game Nightmare? Yes, Yes, the American Nightmare Wow,
0: Gerald, you're right, man. There is a considerable difference in just overall, just the overall feel of the uh, the game, compared to the 2008 trailer. Honestly, I mean, you, are basically, Nick, you're seeing it for the first time. Which one would you rather want to play? the 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 trailer from 2008. Yeah, absolutely, and and uh, I think uh, Ubisoft. You know, maybe it's production issues. I don't know. Maybe they just had this great trailer and then didn't know where to go with it. I don't know. It's just uh, it's quite disappointing that they made the changes that they did. Yeah, I I agree. I'm 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 very dissatisfied compared to the, the previous trailer that I just saw. Um, I was, um, you know, you, you were kind of captivated by the first one. I mean, it looked as if you know, not only were the graphics better, the, you know, the animated sequence that they had, but it gave you more of, a, you know, that whole water, the whole water bottle scene, like you said, was pretty cool. And then, you know, they just kind of reverted back to the, back to the past. And then, you know, it was like all of a sudden, bam, it just, all, all of a sudden, just every, the whole city just started collapsing. So, um, I don't know. I don't know what to expect for that one. But uh, Silent Hill Downpour, another March release, the 13th. Yeah.
2: How,
0: how appropriate.
2: That is actually a pretty good one. Uh, I hate the date that it comes out because, if anyone knows, there's also Silent Hill HD Collection, which is number then two and three. Then there's
1: another one. There's another Silent
0: Hill being released for that. Is that being released for the DS?
2: The. Um, wait, the DS one. Is it a Downpour one or a different, entirely different game?
0: There's an entirely different game.
2: Oh, yes, there is one for the I'm DS. Get the title. Yeah, Hold on.
0: Was, you guys keep talking. I, I'm just going to talk. What are your thoughts on, on the down, downpour? Let's
2: start with that. Okay. Well, with the downpour, it, it took so long for them to come out from number four to this one. that I, I'm i hoping it's good. Uh, I'm definitely going to be getting it soon. Uh, from what I've read about it and all the, the hype I've seen about it, it actually seems like it's going to be another... I mean, just like every other Silent Hill, it's going to be suspenseful. It's going to be uh, living up to what its name has always been, as far as the game. Well, um, you know,
0: I just the output, It looks good. Um, I'm not really excited about it, but I, I, really, I think it's going to be okay. I, I think it, it won't uh, disappoint the Silent Hills fans. we gonna do enough to to latch on to maybe, let's say, the people are interested in Resident Evil. Uh, or maybe, let's say, just trying the general consumer at large. That's kind of tough,
1: because yeah. there's a lot
0: of good games right now on the market. I, you know, I, I personally, you know, I remember back in the day, and I remember back in the day, you know, uh, because I was just looking through storage, and I found Silent Hill on PlayStation. And I remember back in the day playing that game, and that game scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Silent Hill Book of Memories.
2: Silent yeah. <laughs> Hill
0: Book of Memories. That is game scared. I don't care eight, uh, you know, pixelation or no pixelation, that game scared the crap out of me. (laughs)
2: That game made Dead Space look like Halo or something. Yeah. It it was, uh, that's what I loved about it, and that's why also the HD collection coming out uh, the same day as Mass Effect 3, I think that was a bad timing for that game, but honestly, most of these games are having bad timing. Uh, Kind of to go off on a side note, same day as downpour is going to be the MLB games.
0: But but you know the the main the main issue I've always had with the Silent Hill series and the movies and at like,
1: memories that's coming out on Vita Vita it's Vita, Vita. Not,
2: yes, that's yeah. right.
0: But the problem with the Silent Hill series is that some of them really there was there has been no consistent tied storyline to any of the games that have, uh, they just, they're completely... You mean to
2: each one, like the two, to number three, to number four?
0: They, there's, now, now, in the earlier titles, from two to three, there were subtle differences, because if you remember in three with Cheryl, Harry was the one from two, and Harry was her father. Yep. Okay, that was the, that was the only interchange between one, uh, two and three. However, I think it was, uh, was it Silent Hill, The Room?
2: Wait, what? Silent Hill 4, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, where you're in the room? Yeah. Yeah, that's 4.
0: That one had no, absolutely no ties to 1, 2, or 3. No. And then you had, like, these all these other ones that kind of came off that were kind of completely off the map. Different ty- different characters, different storylines, different parts of the city. You weren't in there, you weren't in, you weren't in there. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you know... I mean, I guess if you're a Silent Hill fan, I mean, you know, I, I guess you could be excited about it. But, you know, I think the games have lost a lot of their, their zest from before.
2: Well I think they'll still keep a scare factor on it, and that's what Silent Hill fans are going to like. And even and if you were just... off that, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, if they can keep it scarier but have better graphics for it, make it look more real, then that's just going to make it even more scary.
0: Well, I mean, I, I, I could still play that PlayStation game and
2: get the crap scared out of me. Well, all we can do is we can hope because there hasn't been too much of um, of hype. Like there hasn't been math effect hype to it, so it's it probably going to get uh, shadowed out by it, um, in my opinion.
0: Well, honestly, a lot of the releases that are coming out in uh, in in March, even Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City is going to um, they're they're really going to you know. It's a poor month, man, <laughs> to, for anything else to come out with that um, well, aspect. Well, think about it,
2: even last year, or during the holiday season last year, uh, apparently November was supposed to be a bad month because of Call of Duty, and yet Zelda still sold extremely well. Assassin's Creed didn't do too bad. Uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. Had, yep. Uh, Uncharted. Uncharted so came out a week before, yes.
1: <laughs> well,
0: like, you know, I was discussing earlier, um, but, Chris, yeah.
1: wait, wait, I'll tell you on that one, that one's based a lot on the fact that
0: people spend more in the month of November than pretty much any other time of year because of Black Friday. Yeah, yeah
1: that's, that's true. true. But
2: Quarter. think about it this. I mean, most people are getting tax returns back or they're they're getting out of their holiday debt. Shouldn't now be also a great time to be buying games? Yeah, I don't know.
0: Always a great time to buy games. You can't go by <laughs> oh, me. A great time, that is true. Um... Guys, let's touch on these... Uh, uh, let's get through a couple of these other ones. Max Payne 3?
2: Not in the month of uh, March, but yes.
0: Yeah, well, we were, I was just going down the line here. That's actually the 15th of May. Oh,
2: okay, so not chronologically, but Max Payne, yes.
0: Yeah, and uh, Ninja Gaiden is another March release, the 20th. Um, Resident Evil, Operation Raccoon City, also the 20th. I personally... And, and insulted by that game. That, I do not think Operation Raccoon City not, does not stay true to the Resident Evil series.
2: You're right. It's supposed to be following the eyes of a different, like you're the agents, aren't you, or something? Yeah,
0: you're, you're basically the Umbrella agents, and each of you have some kind of special power, and, you know, I remember one of the scenes that really didn't make too much sense to me was that you know, Leon was like up against the wall outside like the police station and, you know, one of the one of the one of the uh, protagonists, whomever you choose to play, you know, comes up on him like he was gonna kill him or something, which we all know that can't happen because you know, Leon's in the preceding titles thereafter, so I, I it looks like they took Resident Evil and combined it with Counter Strike.
2: Yeah, I can see. And,
0: and it, it, it's, I think the game is going to – I think it's I think it's going to be a mess. Oh. They also dashed in a little bit of the uh, Left 4 Dead deal with the co-op. Oh, four players? Oh. Yes. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's going
1: to – no.
2: That's not going to fly.
0: But anyway, uh, Counter-Strike Global um, Offense also is a March release. That comes global
2: Offensive. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you, if you're not a Counter-Strike fan, you need to, like, like go do something else because that is the original best shooter. That's the original Call of Duty right there. It was the Call of Duty before Call of Duty was Call of Duty. Exactly. Counter-Strike, uh, I remember playing that on the computer five, six hours a, a day. <laughs> this, this is back when I was still in like middle school and, and high oh, school. Yeah, that was
0: back in that was back in high school when you know you were like, hey, what are you doing tonight, man? I'm getting on Counter.
1: Back when you, when you were a diver. <laughs> uh, that was back, back.
0: back.
2: That was back in high school when you had Counter Strike parties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one played Call of Duty. Did dance, what dance, Dance Revolution, and Counter Strike.
0: There you go, man. You're... <laughs> That was when you went to GameWorks here local. It game.
2: was, yes. GameWorks and AtNet. Yeah. Uh, and barely any of those are even around.
0: Back in the day. <laughs> back in the day.
2: Uh, so, continuing.
0: Um, Diablo 3, and <laughs> as much as it pains me to say that they even came out with the second one,
2: <laughs> Prototype 2. <laughs> well, hold on. Diablo 3, when is that supposed to really come out?
1: The 31st of March.
2: The, the 31st of March. Are you sure of that?
1: Uh, well... <laughs> that's a ten of date right now.
2: Is, is that set by Blizzard, or...?
1: Blizzard is
0: set that as a ten of date, but of course it's always that subject to change, and with them, you know, that's going to change a lot.
2: Unless yeah, I get, think they've had already five of those same dates like that. Unless Blizzard gets flown. <laughs> well, I mean, with just that whole uh, the whole thing that just happened to them, uh, losing a bunch of employees, I mean, even though they didn't have anything to do with the game, uh, it might be what's pushing back uh, Diablo.
0: Can, yeah, can you imagine that? Like, work for Blizzard, and you just come into work one day. You know, you stop and get your coffee in the morning, get your donut, sit down, and turn on your computer, and you have, like, a message that comes up and goes, you are fired.
2: You <laughs> no longer need your assistance.
0: <laughs> your assistance is no longer required. Please come by the HR department. Oh, wait, there is no HR department anymore. <laughs>
2: Sorry, we fired our HR department. I and mean, you got to go, too. <laughs> we'll mail well, you to your pay. Well, hey,
0: Chris, I, you know, as I stated earlier in the podcast before you came on, Yeah, then they don't directly make the games, but they're all affected by the games. The company itself, if you don't resubscribe, if you don't get a subscription, if you don't buy the game, you know, uh, and if you don't pay that monthly subscription, you know, the whole entire company is hurt so it is to me it's all reflective of the games uh, industry they're all related it's always game related when you work for you know a, a game company
2: yeah it, just like if Microsoft lost a bunch of employees and even if they worked for for the Windows departments or whatever that still hurt Xbox it's not I mean it's just the company itself it drives around games, uh, more than anything, in my opinion, more, or graphics more than anything. And if a lot of those people left or got laid off, then that's just hurting their company, which hurts all their games, which hurts all their, uh, loyal fans and consumers. So, yeah, I can see how that just, that waterfall effect hits them all, hits everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I guess we'll see. Though, I mean, I think March is going to be a very competitive mar- uh, month for you know game releases. But honestly, I, I really do think Mass Effect is really going to take going to take a lot of the edge away from a lot of the other games.
2: Yeah, and I can see this. let
0: say that later because that's coming up later, my friend.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna go to another break, guys, and uh, we'll be back with you. All right.
2: Okay. Okay. The
1: round. Table of Doom. All right,
2: guys. Chris, do the honors. It's time for the round table of doom. Do-
0: <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that last podcast that <laughs> we—it was just wasn't the same without, without you <laughs> opening us for that. <laughs> Um, so the roundtable of doom. doom, 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 doom. Mass Effect 3 is the topic of today's roundtable of doom.
1: Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> with
0: 1 million I, pre-orders. I just cannot wait. I just cannot wait. Let me yeah, finish I, the news I, article. Man. <laughs> <laughs> with, with 1 million pre-orders to date, the buildup from the first two editions of Mass Effect, the editions of the multiplayer co-op mode and connect functions. The choice of the changing of the entire structure of game game gameplay by choosing in the beginning to play as a shooter or or an RPG, which I thought was actually pretty cool in the demo, by the way. Um, The big CG trailers that have been released thus far, uh, obviously the publicly available uh, demo that is available on both the PlayStation Network and the uh, Xbox Marketplace. Um, When uh, BioWare sent early copies of the game up in space...
2: (laughs) Put them up for grabs, yes. That was amazing, and they landed in Arizona, so you Arizonians listening, congratulations.
0: Wait, how, did, how would they not burn up in the atmosphere?
2: They sent them high enough to where the balloon popped, and they just fell down. They didn't go out of our atmosphere.
0: Dude, can you imagine? Like you're just like going out, your dog's taking a dump,
2: and, <laughs> and, and you just hey, like <laughs> it like kills the dog. No offense to the dog, but it kills the dog. And then you're like, ah, oh, I got a free copy of Mass Effect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just go back inside, side You don't want you don't want Peter after you.
2: No, no, we're just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay,
0: yeah, they're after let's, let's let's revamp that. The, the game comes flying down epically from the sky and barely misses the dog.
2: <laughs> and, and the dog gracefully picks it up and hands it to the human because humans and animals live together amongst as equals. Yes. Is, is that is that correct, politically? They
0: live as equals, Chris. We love dogs. <laughs> yes.
2: Wait, no, you misspelled that. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> so... But those people that got the Mass Effect 3, that's a very big – I mean, just even the action of doing that was very big on uh, EA – or BioWare, sorry, not EA. Uh, EA would never do that. But BioWare is very generous with that, and I think that's what gained them some popularity with this game. But more or less, that all the other things that you mentioned from the – Well, I
1: could just walk- tell you right now, I'm so excited for it. Uh, the game's going to be awesome.
0: Although, for some reason, even Mass Effect 2 was everybody's game of the year for the year 2010. Yeah. For some reason, it just did not sell as well as EA would have liked. Uh, so, I guess it's because of the fact it was just such a, a, you know, it's a one-player RPG. And at that time, their they're thinking was that there's no one-player, one single-player RPG that could really sell a huge amount of uh, a volume of sales. Uh, but, of course, you know, Skyrim proved that to be wrong uh, oh, in a nutshell. But, um, you know, so I still have concerns, and I want to hear you guys' thoughts, because it looks like they're throwing everything but the kitchen sink into this one. <laughs> they're throwing, like, connect control. They're making changes where you want to make it a shooter or you want to make it an RPG uh, you know, to cater to different styles of fans, so they can get, so they can draw a broader base of uh, people to buy. Um, they're having a multiplayer online element added in. So, you know, so you can get people that are into the online multiplayer deal.
1: You know, I understand making out. it more
0: marketable, and I understand that it is a business. But are they taking away? And and you're also changing the Paragon Renegade deal. Uh, and changing it more, uh, that, that, the more, the pers- to more of a personality type feature in there and incorporating that. My question is, is that going to make it more, uh, uh, palatable to everyone or, or is it changing, uh, the individual, you know, the game's individuality, uh, and it sets it apart from other series because it's truly an incredible series. And I was talking to my six foot shepherd that sits in my house. Uh, we were going back and forth, and, you know, I know he has a lot of concerns as far as the way his character is going to end up. Well, I mean, you know, at least from what I played from the demo, I mean, uh, I, I, I like the ability to be able to kind of just jump right into the action, and, you know, as I, I, I think Mass Effect is a great, great game. It, it's, a, it's a solid game. However... My problems with it, from the beginning of the series, uh, up until, well, I mean, can't really judge so much by the demo, you really gotta play the game, but, um, is that there's just too much dialogue, and there's not enough action. There's not enough gameplay. You just talk, you could talk people to death in that game. I, I mean, it's just like, you know, is there like a shut up button, where you just like, you know, it does all the dialogues for you, and- I, I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic game. I mean, I was really impressed with the de- and it, you know with the demo. Okay, I'm not bagging on. I'm not bagging on Mass Effect three. Um, you know, and it looked like, I mean, it looked like it's going to be a great game. It really does. But I well, I then
1: just, maybe this well, maybe this
0: Mass Effect three is going to be for you because then you would select the the shooter aspect and just you know because it, it it curtails on those cutscenes. Yeah. Uh, dramatically in order to, to get you from one set piece to the other as far as for, for shooters. But that's what I mean. That's 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 what's really cool about it because I had the option of being able to, even on the demo, to jump right into the action. And, you know, they kind of just played the cut scenes theatrically instead of, you know, you going through the dialogue sequences and talking to – you know the 15, 15 people in your way before you you know you get on with the action. So, I mean that aspect of it is really cool, and I think that's very unique, and that's a very unique characteristic that Mass Effect Three is 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 bringing you know to the you know bring to the up to the plate here. So,
1: yeah,
0: um, I think it's I, I'm 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 pretty psyched for it. I think it's going to be a great game.
2: You know what? That is exactly what it is gonna be. It's gonna be great. And uh definitely I say it's one of the first contenders this year for Game of the Year. And I'm speaking this very early, but I can believe it uh so much. And I I honestly think that the new features that they have in there, more than just the Connect, the Connect is a great thing that they're adding for Xbox users. Uh but the shooter or RPG style, um the graphics to this look phenomenal. And it's just, I mean, if you can find another game that has a bunch of features in it and you can still make it work so well, then let me know about it because it's going to be Mass Effect.
0: Mass Effect. Do you think it will be Game of the Year this year? I mean, I'm playing for Mass Effect 2 again right now just so I can show up any issues. Uh, mm-hmm. or, and beef up my character and the storyline to make sure it plays out as best as possible for Mass Effect 3. I am psyched. Um, and, and you know, Chris, I'm just telling you, you know, where you work, man. Hey, are they going to be passing out uh, any Mass Effect 3 lanyards, man? Because I'm, I'm there if you've <laughs> ever.
1: Um,
2: we haven't gotten anything in because actually, uh, BioWare is not sending out their copies to us until maybe two days before it comes out. So we won't actually have any of our our gear or our games uh, until approximately Sunday. Uh, actually,
1: don't
0: forget you get your free copy, you pansy.
2: I do, yes, because I played it early with Connect and I love it. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I'm not getting the collector's edition. I just don't know what I'm gonna do with the regular edition. Well.
0: I certainly can't afford to buy it. So, wake, <laughs> wake. <Wait,
2: wait. laughs> that doesn't give me any help. Well, I'm, so.
0: I'm trying to get my hands out a collector's edition, but GameStop seems to be sold out. So I'll probably so just head over to your place.
2: Yeah. From from what I know, uh, they're gonna have a lot of collector's editions. I I don't know how many we're getting in though. Uh, I could try to find out early, but I'm not 100% if we're gonna have enough for uh for just regular sales because I know with most games like Call of Duty we didn't have any extras of the hardened editions. Um what That's else was there? Skyrim. We didn't at the beginning and then eventually we got some more in. But
0: well do you uh I, I know that it's a little early to, to, to say this, but do you think it has potential to be game of the year this year?
2: Um. It, well, it has the potential to be the one of the top three, but I don't know. I don't know if it's going to win because we still have to wait for many other great games, Halo being one of them. Uh, uh Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> Bio- Bioshock Infinite. Uh, I, I don't even know if that's going to be a top contender in my book. <gasps>
1: Shut your mouth.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: was Bioshock three? And one of the top contenders? Or dare you say
0: that. <laughs> I would say it's probably going to be up in the top five.
2: Maybe in the top ten, but that's about it.
0: No, it's I'll um. well, say this is, guys, hey, when did Mass Effect 2 come out? It came out in January, and it's still one game of the year it's from a lot of places, including right here at yourgamesource.com, so... You know, this is coming out in March. Um, I give it a great chance for, to do so. Um, I'm just worried that they might have spread the, uh, the butter a little bit too thin on the bread, so to speak, with all the stuff that they're adding in there and all these gimmicks that they're doing. Uh, I really hope they can pull it off, but I think it's just, you know, we're going to have to wait until next week and see. I guess it depends on what kind of bread you're talking about, Charles.
2: <laughs> now I'm hungry.
0: <laughs> I could go for a sandwich right now
2: made some toast on white
0: rye bread Wipes
2: or white or rye rye
0: rye oh, okay. I saw the Jr. and got some earlier but man I should have saw the poor subs
2: man that's good the <laughs>
0: they should do something for Mass Effect poor subs that would rock
2: no because then that's uncharted like that. with Subway like
0: that untarled did with Subway yeah, they should have. Right. So, Gerald, between your two loves, would you, which would you want more, if there was an Uncharted 4 or a Mass Effect
1: 4? <laughs> well,
0: you're saying this, and I've got in my, in, you know, in the Your Game Source office area, I've got my six-foot standees of, of Shepard and, and Drake looking right at each other. Um, you know what? I'll, <laughs> I'll have them duke it out let see which one
2: wins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, that sounds
0: good. Um, well, um, I think that'll just about to wrap us up for tonight. Anybody else have anything to add on that?
2: Um, no, just uh, remember to keep an eye out on our website, and you will find out that we have the newest and greatest and latest on everything games at, of course, yourgamesource.com.
0: Yes, we are super fantastical.
2: Yes. And follow us
0: on Twitter or check out our YouTube page.
2: Se si. habla español. Sí.
0: Está bien.
2: <laughs>
1: nice.
0: <Konnisha>. On <laughs> Oh no, I'm sorry. Don't, Don't forget not... to
1: like us. A... <laughs> Don't forget to like us on Facebook.
2: Yes, Facebook. Uh, at Source, Twitter at GameSource as well, um, YouTube, yourgamesource.com, uh, your uh, spell out dot com, and you can see all the newest videos. Uh, if you haven't uh, uh, figured it out yet, me and Corey are actually doing some uh, video reviews that are going to be going up on our website as well as YouTube. Those will be going up eventually soon. Uh, we've got a couple different uh, games we've been doing of course, games that we're going to start doing as well, uh, starting with Mass Effect, is going to be a big one. Hopefully, these will all be up uh, shortly, and you will be able to see us play these games uh, first, first opening.
0: Yeah, and um, just remember to, you know, again, just, just check us out at www.yourgamesource.com. We are always, always looking for new people to join. Please don't be, you know, don't, don't be scared to just, Send us over an email. You can email us at info, that's I-N-F-O, at yourgamesource.com. Send us an email. Um, well, Gerald and I will get it. Um, you know, we, we'd be more than happy to have you as part of the team. And uh, You don't have to be from the Las Vegas area. Just make sure, you, you know, let, let everybody know out there, you don't have to be in the Las Vegas area. You can be from anywhere in the world, you, you know, you, if you you just – Send us that info. We're glad to have you as part of the team.
2: Maybe from Bangladesh? Just hey, we got a
0: couple of people that like us from Bangladesh.
1: Hey, I'm, I'm all the more mayor.
2: Yeah, so if we can get any kind of uh, help into this, it would be great. Uh, even Anybody, if it's just a... huh? Anybody from
1: Guam? Anybody from Guam? <laughs>
2: uh, anything that, that uh, you guys send us would be great, whether it's... Uh, uh, reviews, or if it's just comments about the site, or if you just want to yell at Nick because he doesn't know how to control his anger. Uh,
1: yeah. Or, ju- or just. Among uh, other things.
2: <laughs> or just write us to say hi, and we would be happy with, to respond back to you guys personally. So.
0: Hi, smiley face, LOL.
2: Or well, it's <laughs> from Guam, you might—I I don't know—but uh, I, imp- I don't know if LOL is the same there. But we'll just uh, we'll pretend it is. <laughs> so.
0: So lastly, before we before we wrap this up, I just need to get something out. I will be wearing the bear head at E3 again, again
2: for the first time in a year.
0: You know what? Well, I wore when I was at the Halloween store.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm
0: wearing is... it at E3, and Gerald, you better take your your red Aussie hair with you.
2: Oh yes.
1: My kids have destroyed it. There's not much left. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I figured. I forgot this. those went to your daughters.
1: Uh. <laughs> Dad, what's mine? What's mine is theirs,
0: and what's theirs is you know, hands off for daddy. Ah. <laughs> uh soon. I will experience that when my children get
1: older. <laughs> yes. God bless <doesn't.
0: laughs> it. <laughs> well, right. Well, thank you guys for listening to us. Um, our podcasts are um, up on the website. We are still experiencing some technical difficulty with iTunes. Uh, please bear with us as we are in the process of trying to diagnose what exactly the issue is, but um you can actually not only listen to the podcast off the website, I believe, Gerald, you can download them as well. That's correct. Right-click well, to save it, and it saves it as an MP3. Or if you just click play off the site, it changes right there, and that does it at a quick time. So it's really easy. Your choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, of course, if they're listening to us, Nick, they've probably done that already. Yes. <laughs> yeah 22 episodes later oh. exactly and then
2: if you guys already have us on, uh, on iTunes because we've already put it up on iTunes then ignore the last statement yes
0: just just omit that from your <laughs> from your iPod or MP3
2: if it's on iTunes it's usually on an iPod or an iPad or an iPhone
0: yes or, or like, it, like me and I download it to my Android device
2: However, we are not biased towards any devices.
1: We are not to well, put it on the Vita. We
2: Wait. are not public
0: we are not publicly advertising any brand.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well And um, check out our Vita page with all the great info on the PlayStation Vita at www.yorkgamesource.com as well. One and one last plug. Dude, this is like the longest closing we've ever had.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We take longer to close than a girl does to get ready. <laughs> oh, I, I, excuse me, ladies. I did not mean that. That slipped out. Uh, I'm going uh, to get
0: All right. Well, thank you for joining us on this podcast. Gentlemen, it's always as good as always. Well, that was a double negative. It's always as good as always.
1: <laughs>
0: it's, it's as good as it always is. Oh, <laughs>
1: We just say so goodbye. In
2: <laughs> keep in touch for later, and take it easy, world. All right, see you later, guys. All right. All right. See ya. We'll be ya.